Welcome to Real Free Flowing Words, a podcast about everyday topics and everything in between. I go by the rhyme ruler, and I'm glad to be back with another episode. I know it's been a while since my last episode, but I needed some time to step away from the podcast to process something personal I was going through. Anyway, this episode will be a commentary and review on the last book I read titled Brainwashed, Challenging the Myth of Black Inferiority by Tom Burrell. As with every episode, I present a poem of mine, and the title of this episode's poem is so delightful. Satisfaction the goal, some are looking forward to more. Some have lost the opportunity due to being deep in the dirt or cornered in cells. The latter doing their best to gain it back. They know, in whatever way, even if it's inevitable, the pain needs to be alleviated. Give a toast, even if it's to yourself, because no matter what it is, we all one day will experience lessons fulfilled life and images of delight. Brainwashed, challenging the myth of black inferiority by Tom Burrell was an engrossing and dense read that explained America's persistent and masterful propaganda campaign that marketed the conception of black inferiority. Moreover, Burrell analyzes black America's lifestyle and the history of slavery as a catalyst to how the adversity was cultivated and the degradation of African Americans becoming mainstream. Furthermore, even though African Americans during the 21st century have done some work to circumvent the circumstances. There has been, however, damages on the psyche. In terms of it being embedded, the notion of inferiority has been set. And due to constant centuries of turmoil that transferred over generations. As mentioned, this was a dense read, so I'll try my best to give cliff notes, so to speak, on the levels of damage quote-unquote inferiority did to African-Americans. Chapters such as Studs and Sluts are intriguing with an in-depth look at sexuality, and this chapter can somewhat correlate with a chapter on African-American beauty and image. The European standard of beauty is the benchmark some African-Americans have become accustomed to, and this creates the notion that Looking one's best, even if that's at the detriment of self-esteem, is what will garner acceptance and assimilation. So, quote-unquote, looking the part will attract an individual to the black woman's alternative look, which isn't the standard for African-American beauty. Anyway, back to sexuality. The way African-Americans were depicted in the conformity to black stereotypes dates back to the slave plantations and that 
transition into the stereotype of the lascivious Jezebel and brute that would terrorize non-blacks into submitting to their sexual prowess and enjoy doing it, which seems completely absurd when you delve more into it. In addition, the book details how black students' standards of academics are skewed due to their parents excusing their poor performances in the classroom. And with this, mediocrity is celebrated over proficiency in their studies. In regards to this, studies in the book stated that black students believe that changing this mindset to achieve academic success is considered trying to fit in or acting white, which is the kind of defeatist mindset that leads to stagnation and a continuous expectation of failure. Moreover, Burrell guides the reader through each chapter as they are confronted with the nefarious ways the B.I., or it's abbreviated, Black Inferiority, campaign has brainwashed African Americans. One of the jarring mindsets is how the B.I. campaign of brainwashing caused African Americans to start conforming to individualism instead of collectivism. In regards to this, Burrell points out that whenever African Americans coalesced in the past, it was for something beneficial. However, with that coalescence, it became evident that it got hampered by obstinate minds in the community, and this led to the dismantling of what was set to bring forth radical changes. Examples like the Black Panther Party and the Black Power Movement are ones you can think of. In terms of the writing, Burrell made it comprehensive and candid with this style that consisted of intertwining studies, anecdotal experiences, and interviews with relevant black figures that added merit to the theme of the chapters. And this, in my opinion, gave it a sort of documentary uh, style. With that said, I think this book is a must-read to gain insight into how America's biggest marketing campaign of black inferiority sabotaged the collective growth of African Americans in all facets of American lifestyle. The B.I. brainwashing campaign of black inferiority has caused African Americans to acquiesce to the concept of inferior status in this land that propagates the concept since its independence of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So I'd say it's break free of the victim mentality and conquer every obstacle with tenacity. I want to end this episode by reciting a passage that really stuck out to me in the book. And it goes something like this. In the 21st century, the problem for African Americans has less to do with blatant racism than its imprint on our psyches. We've been brainwashed to internalize the myth of inferiority and have not yet wrested our image from the original myth makers. more information on this podcast you can go on real free flowing words our blog and if you enjoy listening to this thought-provoking episode and would like to listen to more subscribe on spotify or whichever platforms you get your podcasts on after subscribing give the podcast a rating and review 
show has been brought to you by Anchor, which is providing a great and easy-to-use service for new and seasoned podcasters. Lastly, thank you for listening to Real Free-Flowing Words with the Rhyme Ruler, and it's been real. Thank you.